0: Hello, listeners. You might have heard that Astra Soundbites is recruiting, but what you probably didn't realize is we are recruiting for some new and exciting positions. Our first opening is office manager for our Mars office. Sabrina, could you explain a little bit about this position?
1: Certainly. Ever since we opened our satellite office on Mars last year,
2: things have grown incredibly fast. Sabrina, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I think that you mean our planetary office, not satellite office. Oh, okay, okay. Of course, Mars is a planet. Right
1: now, we have two dozen full-time Martians working for us, and they have confirmed that Mars is definitely as red as the pictures imply.
0: Oh, good. I was worried.
1: Just incredible. Now, we need an office manager to keep the rocks in place.
0: And of course, transportation to and from the office is the responsibility of the new volunteer. You can commute from Earth, but I wouldn't recommend it. And the public transport is even worse than the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) The next position we're recruiting for, very exciting, is our chief astrologer and director of UFOs. Cormac, could you explain the requirements for this important position?
3: Most certainly, Will. First of all, I've been saying, where's that kid at my latte for months now and a latte hasn't appeared, so coffee duties are definitely up there. (laughs) But even more importantly than coffee for astronomers, every good astronomer must read a horoscope every day. As we all do, of course.
2: Of course. Exactly.
3: I don't even dress myself until I know what colour shirt Mercury's position tells me is my destiny. This person must be experienced in reading palms over Zoom, sensing chi via text, and this is chi, not chi-square. (laughs) And claiming every grainy image is a UFO, even if it's clearly a detection of phosphine on Venus. Oh, oh,
0: little shade (laughs) on phosphine. (laughs) Okay, obviously these positions aren't real. We only opened our satellite office on the moon last year, so we're not even close to ready to go to Mars. Yeah, you thought Alex and Milena retired? No, in reality, they've been working on setting up our moon office. And soon it will be Kirsten's and my turn to join them on the far side of the moon. So we are really excited because we are recruiting two new co-hosts for the team.
1: As a co-host, you get to choose what our episodes are about, write and record each one, and edit and publish our amazing podcast. You get to do the beyond episodes you're excited about and put your ambition for our future into practice. It's the experience of a lifetime. (laughs) Okay, so let's go around quickly and explain some of our favorite things about co-hosting Astro Soundbites like we did last year. I'll start. So my favorite part about Astro Soundbites and being a co-host is really being able to learn to summarize complicated astrophysics research down into a distilled kind of bite-sized way. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: I think now when I give talks – It feels a lot different than it did before I was a co-host of Astro Soundbites. Like, I feel that there's a bit more flow to my talk, Mm -hmm. and when I get stuck, I felt this way while recording an episode of Astro Soundbites, and I can kind of think through the way to form the next part of the talk. What about you, Kirsten?
2: Yeah, I actually really love that. One of the main reasons why I wanted to do Astrosound bites to begin with was so that I would be better at summarizing different topics in astronomy that I'm not necessarily an expert on. So I really love that. But one of the things that I found that I really, really enjoy about being a part of the podcast is getting to work with all of you. Mm. Somehow we magically recruit the absolute best co-host. I think it's because we actually look at the horoscope and (laughs) let it guide
3: us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I absolutely love feeling like a part of a team. I feel like you know we're creating this thing that is really lasting and impactful for others and also getting to hear the feedback from our listeners particularly on the beyond episodes like the community college one that we did last year I really thought that that was very rewarding also the 10 years in the future one was also a really rewarding episode so those are some of my favorite parts what about you Cormac?
3: Well, for me, Kirsten, first of all, that was very lovely. And I think you have great taste in picking co-hosts. I, I just say that. <laughs> so my favourite thing is that since I'm not a vegan or into bouldering, I finally have a thing to talk about at cocktail parties that I can tell people I'm part of a podcast. <laughs> and it, once I do that, we get a new listener because people are ranging from genuinely interested to morbidly curious. <laughs> On a slightly more serious note, for me, I mean, all the things you've already said, right? Lovely team and get to do something you know impactful but it's also nice at least for me to get to learn about what other astronomy topics are going on outside my research without feeling about not guilty for not working all the time right because you know that's a common thing to PhD no matter how much you're working you feel like oh I should be doing more but like this is a way for me to see nice summaries of research and get to think okay that's that's interesting and you know I I learned something new and Say, for example, the thing we did recently with the Red Giants and the uh, the biology, you know, the lab work on that. I thought it was really cool. Like, I would never mm. have come across a paper like that in my day-to-day. So, stuff like that. Getting to see stuff you wouldn't see every day. And you kind of... You remember why you fell in love with astronomy in the first place. Because it's just also bloody interesting, right?
2: Absolutely.
0: Great answers, guys. This is so fun. I love that. And, of course, I'm really into bouldering. And now I'm going to tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... There's so many things I love about ASB, but the one that stands out right now is that this podcast is actually helping me get jobs.
2: No way!
0: I am applying to academic and non-academic jobs, which is something I'm happy to talk about in a few months when everything is sort of settled. But I've always asked about the podcast, or I find a way to put it into the interviews and into my cover letters, And then I explain how it taught me how to become an expert on a new topic really quickly, how to convey things to an audience at any level and how to think on my feet in a different environment. So I'm leveraging this for the next step in my career.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Thanks. No, that really is super cool. I wasn't lying when I said experience of a lifetime, guys.
3: And the other thing, if you ever want an excuse out of a social event, If you're ever, you know, feeling a bit tired in the evening, you just say, I got to record and blame it on somebody in a different time zone. Sabrina, you've gotten me out of so many things because (laughs) I just go, oh, you know, sure, you know what the Australians are like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, because I always have to wake up at 6 a.m. Well, not always, but a lot of times we record at 6 a.m. So I'll be like, oh, this is, this event is not going that well. This dinner is kind of boring. Got to record tomorrow. (laughs) Love that.
0: The podcast is like a baby
2: it really is
0: (laughs) (laughs) and now we need some new adoptive parents so kirsten tell us the details
2: yes yes okay if you want to come hang out with us and record some amazing episodes to apply you just need to go to our website and click on the big button you can't miss it it's on the front of the screen It took Cormac like 20 minutes to make that big button, so please be impressed when you look at it.
3: (laughs) And it took people 40 minutes to make it bigger and better.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was a group effort, but you know, you spearheaded it. And then once you get there, you'll fill out some short questions and record a one to two minute audio clip of you explaining some part of the electromagnetic spectrum, whatever you're excited about. And we want to hear your voice, so. Make it yours. If that means being funny, serious, punny, or whatever, then do it. Whatever feels right to you. The deadline to apply is January 19th, so don't miss this opportunity.
3: Uh, the opportunity of a lifetime. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at astrosoundbites at gmail.com or Twitter. Just imagine yourself here sitting in front of a microphone somebody else bought for you in a few short months. It could be you annoying your friends by saying, Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts (laughs) (laughs) and don't forget to keep your ears to the cosmos